0: What do you do when the beliefs that other people hold about you say it's like it could be in your personal life, but I'm mostly thinking about at work like it could be another department. It could be another senior leader or someone in the company. It, It could be it could be anybody. But what do you do when the beliefs that someone holds about you are just wrong? Like and. And despite your best efforts, they aren't willing to see you differently. This is uh, this is something that I have definitely spent a lot of time thinking about, struggling with, quite honestly um during during points in my life and i want to talk about it in this episode i am russ hill welcome into the decide to lead podcast this podcast is for those who have made the decision to lead and are looking for ways to more effectively influence others so they can accelerate the results they've got to deliver Uh, welcome in once again, if you didn't listen to the last episode, um, let me just m- let you in on something in case you're wondering why why this one sounds a little different than our typical episode sound like, and that's because I'm on the road. I'm uh, I'm in a hotel room, actually on a gorgeous um, sunny day in uh, in the east side of, on the east side of Salt Lake City, looking at the mountains. Um, quite honestly, outside of my hotel room, this is my first work trip since COVID-19 shut down the whole world. So, you know, I went from 165 flights a year to like nothing. And so this week was my first, uh, business flight, my first flight getting on a plane in a hotel. This is the first hotel room I've stayed in in months, um, when my life for the last, Gosh, so many years has been one or two or three or four nights in a hotel per week uh, anywhere in the world. So um, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of weird being back on the road again. Um, But we had a we had a meeting here in Salt Lake City with uh, with an organization we've been working with for about, gosh, I don't know, eight, nine months now um, as they embark on managing their culture, defining their culture. They're, They're a quickly growing organization. They've got some real. Um, solid aspirations to transform the industry that they work in and they are well on their way to doing it and have an incredible leadership team. And so we were uh, some, some colleagues of my of mine at our firm and myself, we were here uh, meeting with the senior leadership team yesterday. And uh, anyway, so that's why, that's why the audio quality sounds a little different and uh, there's no music, there's no show open, none of that intro, none of that stuff uh, today, just getting me raw. So, um, Hope that explains that. Okay, so here's uh, here's what I what I want to talk about in this episode. In the last one, I, I talked about feedback and I shared an experience I actually had in the meeting yesterday with the with the senior leadership team about feedback and something the CEO had said about um, an experience he had in his life when he was uh, an executive at Amazon and uh, and they put him through this like week long intensive feedback experience that i don't have time to get into all the details of but man it was it sounded Uh, So intense, and it really had a profound effect on him because what he came to realize, as we all do so often, whether it's a week-long feedback intensive or just simply listening to somebody else's opinions about us or beliefs about us, whether it's somebody in our personal life or professional career, um, what we so often realize is they see us differently than we want to be seen. They define us differently than we define ourselves. They, they, They can't see our intent, right? They can't see. People can't see into your heart. They can't see into your mind. They, they can't. And so they just judge your actions. And and so often there's a disconnect between our actions and our intent. And uh, it's just human nature. And, and none of us, at least I hope that's true, none of us has become who we want to be yet. We're working on it. We're a work in progress, both at work and at home. And uh, and so somebody says, well, Russ, I, you know, this is how I see you or this is what I think of you. And you go, ah, dang it. um, That's not who I think of myself as. That's not who I want you to define me as. So in the last episode, I talked about feedback and the importance of getting other people's perspective. And this one, I wanted to kind of do part two of that or continue the conversation. And perhaps you can relate to this. Maybe you can't. I've got to assume at some point in your life you you will be able to. Um, but maybe not everybody goes through this, but one of the biggest struggles, quite honestly, in my life has been um, when people define me differently than I want to be defined or think of me differently than I want them to think of me. And when they don't seem, when they don't appear or seem willing to alter their belief about me. We talk about this as belief bias in our firm. I've done episodes about this in the past, but here, here's the... Here's the, uh, the thought behind it. So, um, you know, even like at work and different jobs I've had or career, uh, different industries I've worked in there, there might be somebody who, who thinks of me because I guess I've set it up this way. I've always, I, 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 pride myself as being trying to be transformative, innovative, somebody who tries to get an organization to think differently. And I, I am wired to where I really, really struggle to live in the present I'm constantly, my mind is just wired to constantly be thinking about next month or next year or three years from now. Where are we going? Where is this industry going? Where, where are we headed? So I can't, it's hard for me to thoroughly enjoy the beauty of the path at this spot that we're on right now, because I'm thinking about, okay, where does this trail lead? Where, why are we on it? Why am I putting forth this effort to keep walking? What is the ultimate destination? And so I really lean hard into the future thinking about that constantly and I pride myself quite honestly I think I'm an asset to the organizations that I that I work with or that I consult because I'm thinking that way I'm th- they're talking and I'm not thinking about how what they're saying applies to this moment I'm thinking about well how does that apply to where you're trying to go and so that really that 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 I think has helped me a ton of my career as a consultant and a coach with with organizations. Cause I'm, I'm thinking that way. And so I push and poke uh, them that way. But here's the challenge with the people that you work with, um, and live with or associate with in life is when you do that and you're, you try to be transformative and you're always thinking three or four or five steps ahead, or you're trying to, um, that causes a lot of people to be uncomfortable. And especially uh, colleagues of yours or people that you coach and because they're thinking, okay, great, thanks for – yeah, we need to change and do this, but um, I don't – the defenders of the status quo really struggle <laughs> to tolerate me. And maybe you can relate to this. Maybe this has happened to you too. And so what I found in my career – is that when i'm pushing for something transformative or tr- pushing a group to think differently what i've realized is more and more the tactic that people employ is to sabotage you to shove you out of the way to define you in a way that isn't true and so in, in my in my opinion and that that's caused a lot of a lot of pain for me because um, whether it's a colleague or or uh, whomever, when they start saying, "Well, Russ, you know, you don't you, you don't this or you don't that," and they define me in ways and with terms that I think, gosh, I don't think I'm that way. I I honestly don't think I I and. and I I think you've, I think you've defined me wrong. And, and, and so then I go, I, and, and then I use the process that I teach and I try to shift their belief. I try to go, okay, but you know, a belief is a belief. And so it's not right or wrong. So that's what they think about me. So I need to go to work and be humble and try to change that. And so I go to work on it. And with most people that works, and their, their feedback and their um, – their uh, th- that's really helpful, has been really helpful to me. As painful as it is, it helps me sandpaper the rough edges and to fine-tune and, 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 and adjust myself to, to be a better person. But there's a there's a small portion of people that their motive is not pure and it's not good and their feedback is actually designed to damage me. To try to exhaust me and try to deter me, to, 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 to weaken me to where I will give up. Does this make sense? Have you ever experienced this? Like in an organization, those people who don't want to transform or don't want to change, what they do is they try to, I, in my experience, is they try to sabotage those that are, that are trying to bring about innovation. And so if they can get you to just stop talking, stop pushing, stop um, trying to make changes to the organization or try to pull them into the future, then it would make their life so much easier. So instead of adjusting with you or thinking about how they could show up differently or what they need, how they need to innovate or how they need to adjust. Instead, what they do is just try to destroy you, silence you. Have you, have you experienced that? I have so many times, and I will tell you the older and older I get, the older I get, the more I question whether I should quiet down and stop pushing and stop asking questions. Because there is, I am stunned by how much resistance there is to change, how much resistance there is to people looking inside themselves. And so what they do is, they just, they just really push back at you. And, uh, and so, you know, I've been thinking about that, especially during this last year with all the disruption of COVID-19, there's so many people who are, who are pushing back at any force that's trying to cause them to innovate or show up differently. And you could apply what I'm talking about personally as well in personal relationships. So um and I, I the the last thing I guess I would say on this is well a couple more things, but one of the things I would say is um I think that in our society that now we we've created so many safeguards or so many um so so many policies to where I can now silence people simply by saying that you're not inclusive. You're not listening to my perspective, you're pushing too hard on these changes you're you're putting too much weight in your opinion and not really considering mine well yeah no i heard your opinion but you don't want to adjust, and your, 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 your defense of the status quo is killing our business or weakening our ability to, to innovate. So I've heard it. It's not that I don't want to be inclusive. It's just that you're wrong. You know what I mean? That you, you are defending your turf. You're doing things that are going to hold our company back. Or hold this business area back. So it's not that I don't value your opinion. It's not that I haven't listened to you. It's not that I don't find. You know, it's none of that. It's just that I've heard you. I value your perspective. And we need to make a decision to move in that direction. And I found that in, in our society. In the business world. Can you relate to this? I Hopefully I'm not speaking French. Um, to people who speak English. You know. So. Uh, Maybe you haven't seen this in the organization or industry you work in, but man, I see it everywhere in my own life and in the the careers of people that I coach and consult with. That people who want to resist change have new tools, new defenses, new weapons to use to sabotage, weaken, silence you and try to delay the change because they don't want to be uncomfortable. And so as I've seen that over the last few years, it's, it's actually caused me to second guess myself sometimes and go, do I really want to keep pushing on this? Because it's, I think I'm convinced it's the right thing. And I've got a lot of people telling me to keep pushing on it and keep innovating and keep trying to transform this organization or that person or whatever it might be. And yet these, these other people are trying to sabotage me or silence me. So Here's my, uh, I don't have the answer. <laughs> I just, uh, I just wanted to validate anyone else who's feeling this way. And so I, I just want, I want anyone else who's experienced this to go, oh, it's not just me. Others have felt this way too. And you see it in personal relationships sometimes, because if you're pushing me to, to try to change, um, and to do things differently, And yet you're not willing to listen to some of my feedback or you're not willing to to consider some of the things that you might do differently. Well, then that's not productive. That's not healthy. And so it's the natural human reaction. I think when someone's trying to get us to change or to transform or to innovate personally or professionally, it's the natural human reaction for us to be throw up the defenses. Right. And then to attack the person or go after the person who is giving us that feedback. And we have to be super careful about it. So, um, and I, 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 um, I don't know, the older I get, the more I wonder, um, how much, how much effort it takes. And if I have enough energy and effort and willpower to withstand the sabotage and the silence techniques and the resistance that exists out there and so if you are someone who is like me and you think in an innovative way or you you're looking for ways to change and to adjust and to help an organization or help a relationship or help yourself or help someone else um, become even better if you if you've had that experience I would just say man you better you better buckle your seatbelt and be ready for the pushback you're going to get and and hopefully you're driven enough and your motives are pure enough to where you'll you'll be able to to stay the course. That's what I keep telling myself. And so far, um, those folks who've tried to silence me have not been effective at it. And, and I'm not talking about one person or one thing. This happened consistently through my, my whole career at different companies and coaching and consulting leaders who are similar to me or who are trying to transform their organizations and help them become, have an even greater market share in the future. I've just seen sometimes they just look exhausted, beat down, pushed back. And, and the problem is not them. And, uh, and I try to remind myself of that too, that no, Russ, your motives are pure and you are looking internally as much as you're looking and communicating externally about changes that happen. You're willing to change, um, internally too. So anyway, um, that's, uh, that's what's on my mind uh, in a hotel room um, in between a couple of virtual meetings that I'm doing um, in the hotel room today um, uh, on my first business trip since COVID-19. I hope you're healthy. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon.